And while we all have more time at home, take a moment and go to carltoninsurance.net to see just how much the James Carlton State Farm team can save you. Whether it's home, life, or car insurance, the James Carlton State Farm team is here in your neighborhood, ready to provide you with a customer experience unmatched in the industry. Rates continue to drop as fewer cars are on the road. Now is as good of time as ever to make sure your family has the best protection at the right price. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm, 314-961-4800. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. Now back to Tim and Doug on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Why'd you do it fluffy? Nice. On the porch. My chest. It's Ryan Kelly Morning After, 590 The Fan, KFNS. Welcome back to the radio presentation. Get involved. Text in EDF text inbox 855-CUB-TALK, 855-282-8255. Or email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. If you're looking for a cocktail, and I mean a real nice one, how about Fistful of Bourbon? Think about it. Mm. Now what do you think? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be a nice way to start the day? Just a little nip. Just a fistful. Oh, just a nip you're talking about. Nip of fistful. That's correct. Fistful of bourbon, utilizing knowledge learned from the longest-serving malt master in the history of whiskey. Our master blender has married five straight bourbons into one beautiful bottle. Flavors of honey, creamy vanilla, and the delicate light spices of cinnamon and nutmeg will invade our mouth hole. It will always taste damn fine, neat. And make one hell of a cocktail. It ain't just a bourbon. It's a damn fistful. Imported by William Grant and Sons. New York, New York. Don't be a damn fool. Enjoy it responsibly. Uh, got some uh, things to tend to here. Action Jackson and I um, record QFTA usually on Mondays. Sometimes we have sound stories. People are getting sound stories for the holidays. Isn't that great? Like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, go to mysoundstory.com. They are available. We're doing them in person, I guess. uh uh, there may have been some confusion as to whether or not we we're doing them. Per- we're doing them in person, usually at 10:30 after the uh, radio show here at uh, KFNS in Kirkwood. Um, so if you always have wanted it done in person and not on Zoom, you can do it in person. You can go to mysoundstory.com. The show is off uh, in between uh, Christmas. Doug calls it the winter holiday, but Christmas. It's Christmas, I say, Christmas. and uh, New Year's. So we are uh, not doing them then, but before then. Uh, you can book them if you want them for the holidays, or you can just get a gift certificate, mysoundstory.com, or you can email me, tmccurnan at insidestl.com. Um, so when we don't have a sound story, recorded on Monday, and both on the radio show and on the podcast, we were talking about Missouri football. We played Gabe's post-game show, which <laughs> <laughs> may, for my money, should get an Emmy, at least, at least nomination. You know, I know Fox might might get it, with the NFL on Fox, but you give me Gabe on YouTube, and I'll I'll take him over Howie Long and Jimmy Johnson. This is brutal. <laughs> now, if he gets the phone lines fixed, I'm going to withdraw my support. Yep. <laughs> but but as long as they remain, <laughs> so we we're talking about that. And Doug, uh, I received this email from a uh, gentleman, and I wanted to read it to give uh, another perspective. Tim, I posted this as a reply on your QFTA thread, but I wanted to revisit it because it gives some actual data behind talent level and success in college football. It's definitely not perfect, but it's the best thing we have at the moment, and it does, in caps, have much validity when predicting national success. You have, in caps, to recruit very well to compete nationally. 
Below are the CFP selections and their roster talent ranking according to 247sports.com for the corresponding years. This evaluates the previous recruiting ranking each team has on its roster. At the bottom is Missouri's talent rank for those years. Drink is currently recruiting at a level that's never been done before at Missouri at a time when it's absolutely necessary to do so. Finishing in the middle of the division with the current roster talent while recruiting head and shoulders above previous Missouri coaches gives you a long leash. You mentioned Pinkle's players and process in QFTA. I believe the current recruiting, along with finishing higher than 13th in the SEC, which is where they should currently be finishing by this metric, is evidence that things are turning around. It takes years to go from 50th in the nation talent-wise to top 20. The outliers below are Washington in 2016 and Michigan State in 2015. Doug, do you remember? Do you remember the I was was fascinated by that Washington recruiting class. Some of the guys they got from Pocatello and Spokane. You know what is Spokane? Some people say Spokane, but it's Spokane. Spokane, you know. I'm going to go beat their asses this weekend on the pitch. Nice. Nice. Is this the same guy who had broken down the Mizzou-Georgia first quarter? That was Esteban Yan. <laughs> it was Esteban Yan, former Cardinal reliever. Oh, okay. This gentleman did not pitch for the Cardinals, as far as I know. 2016 wash Esteban Yan <laughs> deep-dived on something that within two minutes was clear it was going to lose. But you know what? God bless him. And somehow the, the the history got revised to he was right, and he was never saying it was wrong. No, he was his, pointing out that no. he didn't really make one defense <laughs> statement either. Way. His process was talk in, radio. his process it was it was entirely wrong. <laughs> 2016 Washington is the only Pac-12 bid. What in CFP history so far? That is amazing. That, that is I, I thought that Oregon was. Was it? Didn't Oregon? Get I in? thought. I, I think. I think Oregon did go and wild. lost to Ohio State. Yeah, they so, got smoked. Was it last year? Nurse is my nurse around? Has anybody I, I seen? Don't know, I don't know that Chasey? there's any nurse available no, right the now. Last year was Notre Dame. Maybe they have. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. No, nurse. All right, I'm just going to keep reading. Doctor, <laughs> there's, there's no, no way to, to look to. it up. There's no <laughs> there's way to not. find out now. We will Which answer the question passes. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Jake <laughs> Browning, quarterback. 2016 Washington is the only pack. You got an answer? Oh, yeah, Oregon was in the very first one. Okay. And lost Ohio State? And, uh, Tim, now you're just asking for the world. So, yeah, so how? Yeah, uh, they, no, they lost to, um, yeah, Ohio State after beating Florida State. No, they so ship Florida State. I remember how that. can yeah. we trust anything that this carpetbagger says for the rest of this email? <laughs> what a joke. Get out of here. 2016 Washington is the only Pac-12 bid in CFP history so far. That conference has been so mediocre the past five years that Washington's bid could almost be put in the same class as what Cincinnati is doing this year. Michigan State in 2015. Uh, was that the punt game? What's? I think they got shipped by Oklahoma. Yeah, like feedback. But then... That would mean Oklahoma got to the national championship game. I don't remember that. What happened that year? Oklahoma <laughs> got shipped by Clemson 37-17. So it was a Clemson roll tide? Cle- it was Clemson, uh, Alabama. That was Alabama beating them, uh, Clemson 45-40. And then the next year was, I believe, when... Uh, Deshaun Watson, Hunter Deshaun Renfro. Deshaun Watson to Hunter Renfro to Alab- for Clemson over Alabama 35-31. That was 16-17. Got no, it. I meant was that the Michigan Third State the team... Playoff. Was that the Michigan State team that had the punt 
the fumbled punt oh, snap God. against Michigan. That. God, can you imagine? Oh, Even if question. that were just like against a random team, that would be brutal. Against your arch rival for that to happen, that game, that's got to be the worst. And I don't know what it was on the spread, but as far as a loss, that has to be the worst loss. So um, I do know what you're talking about. On that, that yeah. they yeah. moved it up and Michigan State scored yes. 13 points in the fourth quarter to beat Michigan 27-23 in Ann Arbor. And that was the punt. Yeah, that was the punt. I think that guy so that to, was 2015. That guy was it scooped. really? And that was the yeah. Michigan State? Wow. I think the guy who scooped it up and they piled on him, I think he broke a bunch of ribs <laughs> and like couldn't really, play. got really hurt Hunter when Blake they O'Neal, celebrated um, that. Yeah, so they lined up to punt the ball with 10 seconds left in the game. Uh, however, after receiving a low snap, O'Neal fumbled the ball, and as he tried to recover it in a last-ditch effort to punt the ball away, MSU safety Grayson Miller hit him, forcing his arm to slap the ball into the air, and it was caught by redshirt freshman Jalen Watts-Jackson, who returned the ball to the end zone as time expired yes. to give Michigan State the win 27-20. When I Where were you on that, that? Esteban Yan? Oh, this isn't Esteban wow. Yan. <laughs> Esteban Yan has well, withdrawn right. from the scene like Richard Simmons ever <laughs> since the Georgia game. So that's what I'm saying. Where, where are you, Esteban? <laughs> Doug, I have more. Oh, oh great. I can't wait. <laughs> Another yeah. guffaw from Rocky. <laughs> Michigan State in 2015 is the best example of what would need to happen for Mizzou to have a chance nationally. The punt. Recruit. I don't think he's talking about the pun. It's recruiting. That's the point is recruiting. Oh. I'm trying to drive home the point. Recruit up to top 25 talent, overachieve with that talent, and hope that the stars align and conference losses fall your way. That has happened once in the nation in the past six years. For Missouri to be that team is a long shot. We can wax poetic about how great the 2013 season was, but that was a case of the stars aligning and Mizzou presumably had better roster talent than this data doesn't go. Who is this emailer and why is he chirping? I'll tell you when Mizzou was great and they had a chance is when they had NFL quarterbacks. When they had Chase Daniel, and when they had Gabbard, and when they had Brad Smith, and when they had guys who would go on to have long careers in the NFL, that's when you got a shot. Why do you hate 65 yards passing in a full game? (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot. And right now, they haven't got a top-tier quarterback. They did. They've had them in the past. They don't have one right now. So until you have that, you don't really have much of a chance. Well, I've got some data here in this email. That's (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, what about the punt, though, Doug? Regarding team performance, I agree that Drink hasn't done a ton on the field to inspire confidence. He that he is, what's that? He called him Drink. Now, what's the what's the situation there? Hey, Drink, <laughs> you checked out my performance rankings index because you're knocking it out of the park, big boy. You resemble a, I'll tell you, 2015 Sparty crew. <laughs> That went to the big house, blocked the punt, and shocked the world. Without nary a blue chip in sight. Go get him, drink. Go get him. By the way, uh, Tommy Tiger for Tiger Stripe Times. There's a guy named Tommy Tiger. Yeah, he's credentialed. I John Tolte was the best. Cred- the Tommy Tiger. This is brutal. <laughs> Regarding team performance, I agree that drink... Hasn't done a ton on the field to inspire confidence that he is the game changer. But again, (laughs) you'll concede that. This is brutal. He won't stop chirping. This is brutal. I'm sorry. But again, looking at roster talent. (laughs) 
which is more important than wins and losses. This is like shroot bucks. <laughs> The 2020 win over LSU was Drink taking the 50th most talented roster and beating the 6th most talented roster. What? <laughs> Florida this year was Drink taking the 46th most talented roster and beating the 7th most talented roster. We can say, yeah, but those teams weren't very good. <laughs> oh, for heavens. We can and we will. Okay, why weren't they good? They had significant talent on the roster. So, coaching, <laughs> then drink outcoached LSU and Florida in those games. Bottom line, <laughs> talent is everything. Data-wise, drink is bringing in better talent than Mizzou has ever had. Wait, data-wise? <laughs> we won't know until they get there and they start playing. Yeah, a lot of people in the industry want to work with Elijah Trinkowitz. <laughs> He's starting the process. Final note before the actual data below. <laughs> Multiple times you have mentioned Pittman and Kiffin doing better with not their players than Drinkowitz has. Arkansas's talent ranking is 28th nationally. <laughs> they are currently ranked 23rd. Ole Miss's talent ranking is 27th, and they are ranked 11th. Job well done, Kiffin. But they are significantly better suited for that success than Missouri at the moment. You can chalk this up to quote-unquote passionate Mizzou fan who lives in Columbia is delusional about Drinkwitz, end quote. But I think it's way more delusional to think quote-unquote Mizzou can be relevant nationally without top 20 talent, end quote. <laughs> who is saying How that? long does the email go? <laughs> well, there's I'm wrapping up the second-to-last paragraph, and then there's the, oh, the rankings. The penultimate? The but I, who's who is saying that Mizzou can be relevant nationally without top twenty talent? It's just like when I asked on the show and it came to a screeching halt. Who in St. Louis is saying St. Louis is going to get an expansion team? And then we go, well, <laughs> only a few more hours for the word stew to simmer wow, on the stove. That's a tough room. <laughs> yeah, maybe Gangster Pete. Oh, Gangster no. Pete. Coming down. Get him, Coming man. down. Coming down. Uh, let's see. And the data backs that up. I would I would pay money to watch Plowsy read this email. That's some quality radio. Like to, there, just like read it to himself and like try to like try to try to process what's happening. I, I like I, I daily try to make him explode when I send him screenshots of. Like, can we? Are you worried? Drink is gonna with the dominoes falling. Game today. Can we get him on Twitch just reading this? Like, I just want to see how angry he gets. <laughs> The days of Pinkle, Ivy, and Kligowski turning two stars into NFL talent are gone. Those guys aren't at Mizzou anymore. This is the current state of college football, and drinks recruiting is the first building block to improving. Stop calling him drink. CFP yes, select. Thank, you. thank you very much. That's Gary Pinkle. <laughs> <laughs> you just find us. You found us getting pinkled. Pinkled. Let's hear that again. That takes me back to. Hey guys, thank you. Thank Thanks. you very much. That's Gary Pinkle. <laughs> Oh, man, it was abrupt. Textbook. And, uh, and the thing that I hear in my voice is how quickly I talk to try to beat. <laughs> Impossible. And I, and I didn't even have a chance. Yes, thank you. Thank Thanks. you very much. That's Gary Pinkle. <laughs> couldn't get. In the middle of his own last name. Couldn't get home. He always had a handset telephone, too. 
<laughs> that would be just slammed down onto the cradle. <laughs> we got Gary Pinkle waiting, and I want to talk some Mizzou. <laughs> All right, Doug, here are the CFP selections by year. Oh, no. Roster talent for that year based on those players' recruiting rankings in parentheses. Uh, oh, Alabama in 2020, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Alabama, number one. Clemson, number four. Ohio State, eight. Notre Dame, number three. Wow, Notre Dame at number three. That's surprising. Uh, 2019, LSU, five. Ohio State, two. Clemson, nine. Oklahoma, eight. 2018, Alabama, two. Clemson, six. Oklahoma, 11. Notre Dame, 10. You dumb. 2017, Clemson, nine. Oklahoma, 16. Georgia, four. Alabama, one. This annoying. 2016, Alabama, one. Clemson, nine. Washington, there it is. You dub. 24, Ohio State, five. Oh. 2015, Clemson 13, Alabama 1, Michigan State 23. Okay, that, that's, that's, that's enough. Well, of course, we'll concede Michigan State. That's a feather in his cap. But the years for Missouri and their numbers, 2020, they were 50th. 2019, 40th. 2018, 42nd. 2017, 42nd. 2016, 38. 2015, 34. It's just an uncorrelated pile of numbers that mean yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not just the talent; it's what you do with it too. Remember what what the old Bum Phillips said about Don Shula? He can take hisen and beat Yorin, and take Yorin and beat hisen. Man, I like that. Could be a shirt, yeah. Jackson. <laughs> How you spell Yorin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's what he said. That old Don Shula, he can take hisen and beat Yorin, and then take Yorin and beat hisen. Have you heard? Have you seen his his talent ranking data score? <sighs> Esteban, I wish that it was wasn't a, Esteban. I know. I wish. I wish we had an Esteban. <laughs> I wish we had an Esteban original to to kind of cut through this this pure Colombian take. <laughs> even the even the rankings are somewhat subjective, aren't they? Based on who's a five star, who's a four star, there's different people making those yeah, determinations. Right after you pay them to read their rankings, yeah. Like, would it behoove twenty four seven to tell each fan base how great the recruits are, so they keep paying for the monthly service to read about the recruiting rankings? Yes, it would. We should the start guy ranking all like the that. players in Florida, or who knows how many guys are actually ranking the people in Florida? Oh, this guy or the, is. Or the, Thousands of players in Texas and California. They're different from the guys ranking players here. Do they all have the same metrics they use to rate players? Probably not. Tim, there's more. Uh, no, the texture is... There can't be more. <laughs> the texture's not a fan of... His rankings, according to rivals, also are very incorrect. Tell Penis Boy? <laughs> Did he oh. go by that? I, 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 I didn't see him sign off as Penis Boy. Thank you for your time, Penis Boy. Aggressive nomenclature. <laughs> Tell Penis Boy. <laughs> Maybe it's his name. <laughs> to fire up the Xbox and make some hypothetical blues trades and post them on the Blues Lounge. I'm sure he's on one of those. Thanks. Uh, that's from Alan. He's in Dadeville. Tim, this guy wants you to hold him and tell him you're never going to leave while you slip into that night hole that is Eli Drinkwitz, Hope. That's from the 314. Oh. This emailer is trash and yet still somehow better than Raby. That's from the Concord Cough. <laughs> it was this email oh. sent in by Frank DePino. Don't you remember Frank DePino? He was at the Yeah, Cardinals. lefty reliever. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What if... <laughs> 
What if you went on Tiger Board right now and the top post was like, latest ESPN bowl projection for Mizzou, posted by Penis Boy? <laughs> NP. PB. Oh, NM. No message. Can you imagine how infrequently one has to have had sex to think writing something this dumb would play well on the show? That's from Mr. Nipples. This email deserves email of the day. That's from M-Town. I can guarantee this dildo is tugging his tallywhacker whilst listening to Tim read his trash. That's from I shaved my balls. Yeah, right for this. Uh, do you think this nerd is serious? <laughs> 100%. And if yes, do you think he sent it thinking you guys would talk seriously about it? Thanks. That's from the White Tower Gangster. You know, the fact is they've been terrible on the field. But if you look at an arbitrary collection of meaningless rankings of players that aren't even enrolled at the school yet, here we come. <laughs> guys... <sighs> The guy who wrote this is definitely the guy who used to call in and spend 20 minutes breaking down the history of the bunt. Oh, bunt guy. God, oh. I love bunt guy. I'm working okay. on a bunt guy. Audio postcard? Yeah. Bunt oh. guy's the best. Need more of that. He, he goes, I'm not really an NBA fan, but um, I was on hold. And how rare do you think it would be for two players from the same city to play in an all-star game together? If that drink take by Raby didn't illustrate why he has to be taken off the air and taken off soon, nothing will. Insufferable. What was the drink take? <laughs> what was the drink take? What was your drink take? I have take? no I didn't idea. Think. Calling him Coach yeah. Drink. It was when he stopped. He's like, you call him Drink. Ah. Taking off. Like, we want to arrest him? Like, you're not going to arrest him. Come on now. But I suppose my, my response, because I, I actually enjoyed the data, <laughs> but that's because I'm a nerd. But it's not real data. So you're saying it's incorrect data, or you're saying it's not real? Like I don't, subjective. It's sure. completely subjective, and he's getting it from a service <laughs> who sells subscriptions to fans that revolve around telling them how good the players that are going to be playing for their team are going to be. But they do that across the country. It's not just specifically fixed to make Missouri fans feel good. I get it, but it's also operating under the assumption that like all programs use that data and evaluate based on that data so you can actually compare talent levels from program to program, right? Like, mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Gary Pinkle, as I think he even pointed out, didn't pay attention to that. They had as the cat always says about the Cardinals, their own metrics. And it, like, I, it, it's, it's not that black okay, and white. Yeah, all right, then I should say this. They are sourced rankings. Would you agree with that? Even if the, then you can say the rankings are garbage, just like a, a college football poll rankings are garbage. Well, so by that same system, do you believe that LSU was the sixth most talented team in the country last year? I think, I think, think what the rankings are are the recruiting class rankings yeah yep. but then what's yeah. the team talent well, index? based on that recruiting rankings for all the players so how did he get okay so then if he arrives at lsu last year was the sixth most talented team in the country i will say that the recruiting rankings are flawed they're broken
Well, but it's for the whole team. It's not just for that year's class. Right, and last year's LSU team was not good. No, but they had some good players on there. Did they have the six? Well, the, the, issue, the issue for the 2020 LSU team was that a bunch of guys were like, we're not going to mess. Yeah. We're, we're all going to the NFL and going to be millionaires, and we're not going to mess with this ham and egg season. Yeah, that was that. That was the core issue for 2020 LSU, and a number of the guys were so good on the 2019 team that was one of the greatest college football teams ever that they were gone. I, you know, I would say that I would buy more into it if the recruiting rankings were a weighted portion of an overall evaluation of a team. But how else would you evaluate those rank the talent rankings? What they do on the field? No. Jackson, do you follow basketball rankings since you're so into basketball? Yeah. How is Missouri basketball recruiting? Poor. Mm. Poor to quite poor. What's going on there? I uh, just can't. I don't know. They can't get the. They get like into the top three, but it just seems like like they got in the top three with Josh Christopher. But that's just because his cousin works on the team. Like we get a lot of those. We get into like the top tens, but never really land the big guys, which is a shame. Guys, I hope that emailer's mom is at least collecting rent from him. Thanks. That's from Mr. Slave. Yeah, he should pay something. <laughs> Even if he's in the basement, you still pay something. Well, the email gave us knowledge, and knowledge is power. That's my credo. Penny save, penny earn. This is I, crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. I'm in deep. I have a I'm serious question. Do all recruiting services or all... Services that offer these types of rankings. Do they all have Missouri pretty consistently graded? I don't know. Are there a bunch of different recruiting service rankings? I honestly yeah, don't know. Yeah, there's 24-7. There's Rivals. There's ESPN. There's, I think, CBS has one. I don't think ESPN's is as thorough as 24-7 or Rivals. But I, well, I don't mean thoroughness. I mean, do they all think Mizzou has about a consistent caliber of, of class coming in? Or does... 24 7 Do you know what I mean? Have a sim- yeah. They, okay. They, they have both think that, that, that they have yes. about the same. Okay. The team rankings are for the incoming freshman class, Raby. Mizzou will have a top 20 freshman class next year. That I know. doesn't mean it will show on the field in 2022. Stop being a brickhead, Raby. You're smarter than this. That's from Hawaiian Trevor. I understand the incoming recruiting rankings, but then to weight that as an equal part of your team or 25% of your team, I think is, is foolish because they, they won't be contributing equally as the rest of the rest of the personnel. Because some of, those players just, some of those players just don't pan out. Some, some of them, them red shirt. You think you're going to be great players and they're not. And there's other guys that you think, you know, this guy, you know, he's a borderline guy and suddenly, you know, he's the star of your team. That, that stuff happens sometimes. See Kelly Bryant. If you're just yeah, the hype attached to Kelly on, Bryant, what that was, yeah, yeah. If you're just going to rank it on what what you saw in high school against uneven competition, to say the least, I, I don't I don't think that's going to be very accurate over the course of a college couple seasons. Uh, Alan Dadeville says Rivals has Mizzou's incoming class at 17 right now. It's from Alan Dade. I bet those rankings are going to be moving around here with oh, all yeah. the coaches. Yeah, going to change. Yeah, I, so I players moving. I think the thing to be most excited about is like this staff has clearly, in short order figured something out and maybe it has to do with the name image and likeness but they have figured out a way even despite some of the issues on the field to get players and players in state and players of a certain caliber that they haven't gotten the program hasn't gotten in in recent history i think it's totally fair to be excited about that but okay so that was his point 
Now, I don't know who, I don't know, that maybe this is a case of me not knowing and there was a column written or a talk show host said something, I just didn't hear it, and nobody else on the show heard it where people were saying recruiting doesn't matter. So I, I don't know. Like, I, Is there anybody saying Eli Drinkwitz should be fired in town? I'm asking, I'm truly asking. I, I've I don't not heard know. anyone say that. No. I can't imagine that's the case. No. Even if they go five and seven next year, I wouldn't want to see them fire him. No. 100%. When I talk about it, I'm just talking about I don't know what people have seen on the field to be as excited about as some hardcore Missouri fans are. That's it. That's that's that is my take. My take is very simple. Do I think we're going to get an expansion team? No. Do I want to see him get an expansion team? Yes. So I tried to keep it simple so we couldn't have the telephone game thing happen. So here is my official take. Official take uh, graphic. Please pop up. Official take is I hope Eli Drinkwitz is successful. I want him to get at least four years in Columbia. However, I have not seen anything on the field yet to warrant the excitement from a portion of the Missouri fan base. But if the portion of the Missouri fan base is just caring about recruiting and essentially only recruiting, then I understand it. Official take ends. So read <laughs> and so read what he said about the LSU and the Florida wins. Doug, he went, it rapey wants me to oh, read the email. No, no. <laughs> because don't. I think his processing of those two wins is maybe different than yours. All right, let me see. I gotta go through it. Sorry. <laughs> oh gosh. Gotta... Nobody would claim that either LSU or Florida were, were really good teams. Exactly. Would they? Well, but I, I unless maybe I just misheard, but I <laughs> Well, LSU's twenty twenty team was so good that they uh, gave Ed Orgeron a couple of weeks before firing him in 2021. By the way, it's been like a month since I've watched the video of his wife dancing and the guy in the background just staring. I need to pull that gif up. You should just tweet that right now. Oh, you're talking about my, my go-to? Well, that's not Ed Orgeron's wife. No. My God, what a score that would be. Or no, who's... It's, I think it was the guy who played at LSU. Whoever's wife it was. Right. Yeah. Ed Orgeron's wife is pretty smoking too i believe i think ed is a bachelor right now yeah, which i think oh, may his. have played a role in the yep. whole situation down there anyway uh, let's see what we got here uh regarding team performance i agree that drink hasn't done a ton on the field to inspire confidence that he is the game changer all right so we're in agreement there but again looking at roster talent the 2020 win over lsu was drink taking the 50th most talented roster and beating oh, the sixth geez. most talented roster. See, I disagree. Yeah, I just I wouldn't I don't think too many people would say that LSU had the sixth most talented roster when they were on the field against Missouri in in 2020. So, but recruiting inter- class-wise they probably were, but those guys, a lot of guys were, were just said we're done. Uh, maybe I'm play. In, maybe I'm missing the mark. It, it sounded to me like he is championing those two. No, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not done. Sixth most talented roster. Florida this year was drink, taking the 46th most talented roster and beating the seventh most talented roster. Oh. We can say yeah, but those teams weren't very good. Okay, why weren't they good? They had significant talent on the roster. So coaching, then drink out coached LSU and Florida in those games. Or no, he asks a question. I'm sorry. It should be like. I'm Ron Burgundy. I apologize. <laughs> then drink out coached LSU in Florida in those games. <laughs> well, so did, everybody else right beat those, nice. so did everybody else who beat those teams. So they were out coaching. Like Samford almost out coached Florida the week before. Mm-hmm. So is he impressed with those wins? And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm more confused. I shouldn't have circled back around. I think you're saying, though, there's more excitement coming because of 
what they've done with, I guess, the mid fortieth talent. And here's what I said on the podcast, and and I and I absolutely stand. But number one, I think going for two against Florida was the wrong move. Now I realize it wound up working out. Just like I think Auburn not going for two against Alabama was the wrong move. And that happened to wind up being, quote-unquote, the right criticism because they lost the game. But that's not how I personally evaluate decisions, which I realize puts me kind of in this weird analytic world. But who did you think was the better football team when Missouri played Florida? Anybody on the dais may answer. The last Florida. week, Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think Florida was a better football team well, than Missouri? Yes. Really? Do you really? Um, I, mean, I believe they're more talented, yeah. You see that the, the first half, the, the the control of the line was unbelievable. But what happened in the second half of that game? I can't believe I'm talking about the Missouri Florida game from two and a half weeks ago. Missouri Beatty started running yeah. football because they opened up, and then in the overtime he ran twice, and that was that. My point being, you didn't need to risk everything there. They were at the very least within shouting distance. By the time Alabama got to the to overtime. A, momentum, but B, I don't think even Auburn privately would say that they were more talented than Alabama. So you you might as well take what could be considered a 50-50 or 45-55 shot to win the game here because the longer it plays out, the talent and the momentum is going to win out. So what I'm saying on the Drinkwitz thing is I don't think that that was the case. I think Missouri, by that point in the game, and also Florida was dealing with some injuries over the course of the game to the O-line, but whatever, uh, Missouri was the better team, didn't need to risk it all. What I think what would have happened, because I, th- I guess maybe the Florida 2021 and the LSU 2020 are the things that that some people are hanging their hats on, I guess. I don't know. I, I, like I said, this is the thing that just fascinates me psychologically on it, is if Basilak gets sacked and he was a split second away from happening, or if that ball that was heaved up in the air is picked by somebody on the Gator defense and Daniel Parker Jr. isn't there to receive it, or what if Parker Jr., then Drinkwitz gets a bunch of criticism, and I do think you have some people, not a bunch, talking about, man, maybe he needs to be fired, especially after the the Arkansas. Point being, his equity went up substantially with some people because of that win, but that win happened with that one play, and what my point on the podcast was, his equity shouldn't have been decided yeah. by that one place. So my pr- premise was I would have been the voice in the wilderness on Monday had I been in and that not worked to say you got to lay off it. I, d- I disagree with the decision, but that doesn't mean that this program isn't moving in the right direction. But just because the play worked out, it doesn't mean that the program has beaten a Florida of typical Florida caliber. We can't revise right. history. If it gets people enthusiastic, great. As I said on the podcast, I view it like religion. If you're into it, God bless America, and you can think and believe whatever you want. It's totally cool. Just don't expect me to believe it. And if I don't believe it, don't get mad at me because I don't believe it. Because I sure as hell am not going to tell you why I don't believe it, and you shouldn't believe it. So that's that's the premise. I want people to be excited about Missouri football. That's what I want. I mean, it's, my, it's, it's the thing that I'm most passionate about at this point because I haven't seen him win a championship. And who knows if I ever will. I know most people listening surely don't think I'll ever see him win a national championship. A hundred percent after watching that Georgia game and then Luther Burden or Luther Burden before the Georgia game committing to Mizzou say, listen, in a vacuum and in the big picture, getting stomped by Georgia does not matter if the future and the infrastructure that you are building for the future remains 
remains intact, right? Um, I, I wouldn't trade a game or two games or a couple of wins this year for what's apparently coming down the pipeline. Twenty twenty three. I and and I think it's if they go six and six next year, I won't be mad about that. No it's man, a tough schedule, hundred percent, and that's also kind of my point of how hard it is. And I think it's natural to, especially when a team like Mizzou spikes in the recruiting rankings, be excited about that. But you also have to realize it's going to be a long process, and it's not going to be a feel full of freshmen next year. And if it is, that's a really big issue. But I, I think that again, they have shown already surface level that they can do something or may be able to do something that the last few administrations or I guess Odom and the very end of Pinkle weren't able to do. And that's get talent in that, you know, measurably is better than they've had in a long time. Uh, Doug, uh, would you like me to reread the email and then just kind of pick through in its entirety, please, if you would. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ice that arm towel, man. Tough show today. What what, what does that mean? Well, I don't know what you're saying that that is upsetting people. Yeah, I don't. Have I, like, I went to Mizzou. I'm a Mizzou. Why are you chirping? And why are you throwing towels at Blues games? Recruiting guy is definitely there with hockey guy and soccer guy. Mount Rushmore of guys. As, like, you don't, all you Johnny-come-latelys who just saw the, like, I'm in the trenches. I've been tweeting at these kids for years. Now, hold on. Is, is Jackson dealing with Jackson? guys? Jackson's on the phone, and it doesn't seem like it's going well. What's the problem? Spreading. Two guys in the shower. Oh, man. Got berated. <laughs> By whom? Doc and Dale. He said this is the best segment we've ever done. We need to stop all the golf talk, anything. He said all college football and all rankings talk. And then to slap I thought him. Doc and Dale was a member over at Old Dub. Oh, he's the Oklahoma fan, That's right? correct. Yeah, the furious. He says we don't know as much about college football as he does, but that no. this is still the best segment we do. God, re- no. recruiting talk is just the slimiest of all sports he radio. Said, this talk. is a real show. Ugh. Yeah. It's so gross. Wasn't a fan of you either, Ravy. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> no, I'm doing something right. <laughs> Raby was Mizzou guy who complained about how everything in Missouri sucks compared to Chicago guy. That's I've, from Mr. Slave. I've lived, those. I've lived in this state for, let's see, for 12 of my, I've lived in this state for a third of my life. So why do you hate us so much? <laughs> <clears throat> it's all the fats. Oh, well, we got that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there is that guy at Mizzou, though, from Chicago who always complains about things in Missouri that don't happen in Chicago. We didn't have that when I was there. There really? wasn't a big Chicago thing, but three, I understand there's a huge amount of Chicago yeah. people at Mizzou now. Being uh, around the journalism school, there's always the three, there's the three points people. There's, an, there's somebody from New York, there's somebody from California, and there's somebody from Chicago. And they never stop talking about how one of their three places is so far superior to well, Columbia, yeah. Missouri. It's like, I mean, well, well, it is. Obviously yeah. it is. Who is going to dispute that? No one. But they never stop talking about it. I mean, you can it. be from New York and go to Bloomington, Indiana, Indiana University, and I'm sure New York City, most people would agree, is better. I mean, I guess that's not your speed, but, you know, like San Diego is better than Bloomington, Indiana. But I'd rather yeah. go to Mizzou than DePaul. <laughs> but yeah. it's always the Chicago folks that are the mouthiest about it. Is that right? See, I... I wasn't around that. Or, I mean, I mean, it just wasn't going on when this I was there. This isn't pizza. What? Was that the thin crust thing? Yeah. Or yeah, Shakespeare's? Any, well, any time that's not 
Bloom all nodies. There's like, oh. Well, Shakespeare's is wildly overrated. I, I actually agree with that 100%. take. And I usually don't like quote unquote overrated takes. It's just for what it is. But, it's it's but, like the Hard Rock Cafe. I of, never understood the Shakespeare's <laughs> thing. Yeah, no. And it was right across from where I theoretically <laughs> should have been going to class. <laughs> that's the thing about it. It was the location. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was convenient for everybody. So that's where everybody went. Uh, we, Doug, we have recruiting rankings. The recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves has just released his wife's sexual partner rankings. Uh, I am number one. That's great. Nice. Uh, Michael okay. Wellington, host of Nick and the Badger 10 years ago, is number two. Raby, you're number three. I didn't know you'd been with his wife. Ugh. Uh, the Porter at Olive and Oak is number four. Oh, sure. <laughs> and there it is. That is the uh, Mount Rushmore. The Porter. Uh, 855-282-8255. You're welcome to give your thoughts on porters. Uh, you're also welcome to email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, the morning after got the text inbox. God. Had, just, a, had an award just, just the scum of the earth just <laughs> slithering around in there right now. <laughs> well, dog, they're not happy in the EDF text inbox. They're never happy. When have they ever been pleased about anything? <laughs> like, what are people angry about? People don't text God, in you drink time. <laughs> but who's saying not to? I, I, not me. Okay, I don't know what the issue is. The but texters. listen, I don't know. I mean, fortunately, Rocchio's like the, the 590 audio archive sitting right here because he's on the board the whole day. Is anybody on the station saying drink with should be let go, or it might be time to start worrying? Is anyone talking about Mizzou? <laughs> uh, no on the first thing. Yes on the, on the second thing, but it's just like the fact that we're, everyone's like, why Why is he still playing Basil? Like, that's been most of the just the, what, what, Ev- what is he doing? Everyone's talking about that? People are criticizing that, but they're not saying fire him because it's not a ridiculous fan base of people who overreact or media people who overreact, and I don't think that's I, I, a bad thing. I guess it comes down to this. As a Mizzou fan, I'm so conditioned to just know that the, the like disappointment is coming. Yeah, there's been a lot of that. Yeah, like I think you said it once, Doug, the Michael Porter Jr. thing was the most Mizzouiest thing that could have ever Mizzoued. Yeah, Jackson was. falls out of his chair when somebody says Michael Porter Jr. I look back there and he was gone. <laughs> God, did he collapse? No. To think no. what might have been had he PTSD. gone there and been healthy and stayed you know, a year or two. You know, and, and Tony Van Zant going way back. There's been so many that it's really, it's really kind of pathetic, sad. Not, it's not pathetic. It's just sad that they had in those two cases the top player in the country, both both the top football player and the top basketball player. And both were, were hurt almost their entire time. Well, you, you had it with Doriel Green Beckham as well. Not yeah, least he no. got on the field yeah. and, and led the team to a, an SEC East championship. But mm-hmm. obviously it didn't finish off. You know, the story is sad. Uh, you know, the other ones were injuries. That's, a, from my standpoint, a sadder situation. Uh, here's support. Mr. Licks, actually. Chris. Oh, Raby, I love you. That's from Mr. Licks. Nice. Okay. All right. Nice guy. Nice Thanks, Lixie. Guys, Tuna is a huge drink hater. That's, That's from the point. Two Pump Shop. Andy Strickland and Charlie Tuna. Uh, they usually, hate everything. Usually, once on a weekly basis, we'll talk about how they think drink is do, isn't isn't cutting it, and Mizzou's never going to win a natty. Listen, so there, I guess don't, there don't is, call it a natty. There is a little bit. Do you have a problem with them calling it a natty? Yes, I, do, I didn't like it at all. Listen, I, I I love Strickland, but if I hear that show right after us, it's like, listen, uh, a hockey guy would have played with. Like a broken back. And you're telling me he chipped a nail and he can't be on the field? Come on. 
It's like, God, shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> the most tired show take show ever. Warfare. <laughs> what is Jack? Is Jackson riding a Sibian? What was that moaning about? <laughs> They, they come on after us. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm telling Andy that to I tell Andy that to his face. Yeah, radio wars. Is that inside the building? Inside the building, radio hockey wars. guy. Hockey guy crushes any player who ever misses any time with injury. So, I take Strickland's criticism with grain of salt. <laughs> this is your war, guys. Coincidentally, after listening to the show today, my wife left me a dear John letter <laughs> this morning. Uh, it told me she was going to be gone a few days, slurping on the wrinkled meat stick of an AM radio producer who was on vacation this week. I think no. I'm as depressed as Jackson was when Mizzou got manhandled by UMKC. Thanks, that's the St. Charles from Aphrodite. Yeah. Are you over that defeat yet, Jackson? The, the loss to the Ruse? Still working on it. The I'll, Ruse. I'll get there. I'll get there, but it's going to take a while. But what about the win against Paul Quinn? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That did help. That, 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 that eases back. your mind. Against Paul Quinn. You <laughs> make I think I think Mizzou might lose by 40 to KU here in uh, 10 days. Do you know Paul Quinn didn't even have jerseys? They just had those green pennies that you wore in gym <laughs> class with the holes. Covered in sweat. <laughs> I don't even terrible. know if you're joking, and that's the problem. <laughs> they came in the mesh bag. <laughs> Um, I do need to forward the email to the plow. <laughs> I'll pay money to watch him to watch him read it out loud, like spoken word theater. And I was, all right, I, my I, my payment would be if you can go through the whole thing without a, a brief aside of a snide remark or attack on the school. And I don't think he would be able to do it. I think I'll give you, you ten to one. I think the better thing is just get a recording. You could sell squares <laughs> onto when 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 different parts of Plowsy's anger reach new points. At what point does Plowsy say his first snide remark? At what point does Plowsy start cursing? At what point does he refuse to continue reading? I just pulled up Plowboy's uh, Twitter account. What's going on? What's the profile pic? I have him <laughs> at bowling coach from Nebraska. At some point, <laughs> I apparently <laughs> at some point I apparently muted him. <laughs> so I'm going to unmute him right now so I can bask in the takes. <laughs> Bill, wait, who, who is this? Is I don't, somehow I guess he said he crossed paths with this Nebraska bowling coach. Wait, who no, is that? that's a different guy. Who is this? That's guy? the angry Pittsburgh Pirates fan. <laughs> <laughs> he put a Blues jersey on. That's and then cute. there's the guy who's an angry Cardinals fan who kind of looks like an older Michael J. Fox, who who the best fans in baseball account I think uses as their avatar. And then he tried to litigate against him for using <laughs> the avatar. That'd be a great swoops pick. These are the kinds of podcasts I'm interested in hearing. Some backstory on all of this nonsense. All right, we got a break. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. For the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day, this is the Ryan Kelly Morning Answer.